Welcome back to Owl's Yarns. I'm Al. Hope this podcast finds you well. Yeah, since our last podcast, um, I've now lost nearly 25 kilos and I'm really enjoying my life in my garden again. I've got my veggie garden up and running. I planted the seeds uh, last weekend. Tomato, capsicum, onion, cucumber and corn. Uh, pumpkin, I've got a few herbs as well and potato, sunflowers. So, yeah, and also I created um, a patch under the tree where I planted, where I put some wildflower seeds down and some other flowers and I've uh, acquired a bee hotel to hopefully uh, attract the bees, which is really great. But also I've been doing, which I've always wanted to do, but didn't get around to doing or didn't think I could, but now I'm thinking, well, why not? I do it for me. I've started to write a book, my first one. This book's untitled as yet, um, but I'm sure that will come to me down the track when I continue to write um, the chapters, even though I'm sort of stuck on uh, chapter five at the moment, but that's all right. Oh, yeah. I suppose when, I'm, when time's right, I'll be back into it again, but I'll just read a little bit of... Uh, of chapter one, um, which I wrote earlier in the year. Um, the chapter one, it's entitled Sapphire Bend. The sun was starting to come up. I've already been out here for over an hour, head torch on and still no luck. It was only a handful of times where I had no success in finding gemstones. And it looks like this will be one of those times. We're in faded blue jeans my favourite rock band t-shirt, grey hoodie and a John Deere cap. It felt a little fresh this morning. Autumn was definitely in the air and autumn always brought a smile. The changing of the leaves or when they fell to the ground they would make a crimson cover over the earth. The crisp mornings, the beautiful sunny days, the cold, the cool nights for easy sleeping and of course, I love this place of Sapphire Bend. The entrance was at Black Springs, a small town with a pub, a cafe called The Little Gem, which served the best coffee and cake, in my opinion, an antique shop and scattered homes here and there. You drive to the Gem Fossicken area, a large watering hole, where there's a very large cleared area on the outskirts of the Vulcan State Forest, about 4k drive off the main road, with the hope of finding gemstones. The main road in the town was lined with rows and rows of a large pine plantation used for logging dating back to the 1900s. Once logged, they would plant new seedlings in the winter to eventually start the process again. The circle of life, I suppose. This was my alone time, the hobby I loved, my thoughts and mother nature. The tools I used for fossicum always kept in the back of the forward drive in a storage container for easy access when needed. Out here, it was my stress relief from everyday life and all that goes with it. I have a loving family, husband of 12 years, two kids, and a hand in helping run a 600-acre sheep station, which has its ups and downs like most farms, but managing somehow to keep it all together. I often think of myself like a mosaic piece I used to make from colour stones as a child with my auntie Shirley. 
We would just use adhesive glue to hold all the pieces together in making different patterns. I suppose I am the glue that holds the pieces together. Shoveling another load of dirt into the sieve, I suddenly remember about coming here as a child, maybe age 12 or 13, with Uncle Mark, my dad's older and only brother. Spending hours and hours out here finding all sizes of shiny rocks as I called them, which made my uncle smile. Aunt Shirley would make us a picnic ha hamper of lovely ham and cheese sandwiches, homemade fruit cake and a thermos of tea. I felt so grown up drinking tea out of a metal cup poured from a thermos. Uncle Mark would teach me the right and wrong ways to fossick and show me what equipment to use, how to shovel small amounts of soil into the sieve without disturbing too much of the bank. Using the sieve the right way and then once the soil is cleaned via a bucket of water, tip the bucket of water into the sieve and then tip the soil out of the sieve onto some wet material. Then with a stick or tweezers, check through the clean soil for coloured stones. Alice, by holding the stone up to the sun, you can, you can look for any signs of colour, Uncle Mark would say. The sound of birds bring me out of my thoughts. I have a quick glance down at my watch and realise it's time to pack up. I always kept a couple of old towels in the back of the four drive to lay the wet tools on until I, got, until I could dry them properly back at home. Once everything was packed up, I still had plenty of time to get back and take the kids to school. Even though, even enough time for a quick coffee and a muffin at the Little Gem Cafe. Entering the Little Gem Cafe, a small bell attached to the door would make a ringing sound to let them know of your arrival. The cafe was small but quaint with all different types of knickknacks on shelves, a few oil paintings for sale from local artists and it seemed to always smell like lavender, but the atmosphere felt cosy and warm. My favourite spot was near the window, so I could look out towards the park and watch the locals go about their lives as I sip my coffee and eat my muffin. I was fascinated by how people went about their business and often wondered where they needed to be in such a hurry, and then remembered I should be in a hurry now myself. It was a 25 minute drive back to the sheep station, then another 25 minutes drive taking the kids to school, which was at Perthville, the largest town with everything you needed to buy supplies. There was one shop that always worth a visit in town. That was a bookshop called The Last Word. That had a mixture of old and new books. The books would range from farm life to romance and everything in between. The shop had lots and lots of shelves lined with books, as long as the eye could see, well-worn floorboards, whitewashed walls, and the counter tucked into the corner near the door. Sections of different genres for finding what you needed. I especially enjoyed the hobby section and love reading detective thrillers when I get a chance. A moan escapes my lips as I remember the weekly groceries needed to be done today. I suppose I can do it after I drop the kids off. At least I can visit the last word bookshop before the supermarket. And that brings a smile to my face. I might find something new. Driving back to my house from Black Springs was always a lovely drive, depending on the time of day. Roos often shared the road with you. Once past the pine plantation, you would get to see the beautiful old houses on people's property, the cattle and the sheep, the mountains in the distance. A few properties have taken their hand to grow in olive trees and seem to be doing well. I would pass the turn off for Kid Rummy Winery on Dog Rock Road, about 10 minutes from our place. 
The owners were Tom and Jan Kilrummy, one of the first friendships we made not long after moving into the area. They saw a lovely drop of Merlot from their swallow's nest range. I pulled into the sandstone pillar driveway with gunmetal grey federation gates, number 1279 on the letter box and the sign Pierce's Sheep Station, our family name. It was a two point, it was, it was a two and a half K winding drive up to the house. The driveway is lined with Leeton Green Landies, a type of conifer that acts as a windbreak and is frost tolerant. We had nice gardens around the home, well scattered fruit trees around the side of the oranges and lemons. Our property was 608 acre sheep station on Bungara Road with about 300 sheep, 12 of those lambing and due in a few months, plus 100 young lambs and three rams at a town called Gilmendike, just a small country town where if you drove through and blink, you would miss it. Our home was a plantation style with four bedrooms, a study, stylish kitchens, bathroom, ensuite, and the laundry was an outdoor building dating back to the 1900s, which was only a few steps away from the back door. Above the front door was a hand-carved sign that read, Sapphire Plains. The name we gave our home. Sapphire was my favourite gemstone and plains from the mostly flat area around where we lived. The property was passed down to us from my husband Nick's parents. They were reaching the point of needing a change and decided to retire early and downsize at the same time. We moved in after our honeymoon. It was very picturesque around here and Sophia Creek ran through our property which was useful in running the sheep station. I stopped the car in front of the double garage. Robert, our son, is standing with his father on the front veranda wearing blue shorts and a white polo shirt with the school logo. Young Ava, our daughter, runs to greet me with a wide smile. Ava's dressed in a favourite pink dress, pink sandals and her hair in pigtails. Moments like these make it all worthwhile. Robert was eight and in third grade at Purville Public School. Ava was four, went to Gavin Gumnuts Preschool three days a week. The preschool was in the grounds of the public school. The kids in the school bags loaded into the grey Land Cruiser. I gave hubby Nick a kiss on the cheek and watched him walking off towards the machinery shed to meet up with the farmhands as I hopped back into the car. Wearing his favourite dark blue Levi jeans, long sleeve checkered shirt, work boots and his Cooper hat, brings a smile to my face. The drive to school was mainly passing neighbourhood properties from sheep, cattle, to hay farms via the town of Rockley, our local pub and where Nick's parents lived when they first left the sheep station in a small rental. The local church here is where we got married. Then it's a long stretch of road just bush to the school turn off in Perthville. The school has 143 students with three large buildings used for classes, an assembly hall with the school canteen attached to the side. As you drove into the Joplin area on the right-hand side was a, was a creamy white cottage and that housed the preschool. And that's the sum of chapter one. I hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, be kind to yourself.